Welcome to the United Nations Secretariat Career Journey Podcast, brought to you by the Office of Human Resources in New York. In our conversations, we talk to colleagues from around the world about their career paths and choices. We explore what career satisfaction means to them, what keeps them inspired and motivated in their daily work. My name is Kate Doyle, and today I will interview Pamela Nakonge, an investigator with the Office of Internal Oversight Services at the United Nations office in Nairobi. Welcome, Pamela, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Kate. Thank you for this initiative. So to start, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. Um, so uh, like you already introduced me, I'm an investigator with the Office of Internal Oversight Services. I am based in B. I have worked with the UN for the last uh, 14 years in previous roles. Uh, my background is business administration, and I'm currently pursuing a master's degree in law uh, uh, in the United Kingdom. I'm a Kenyan national and a mother of three. Thank you. And how did you begin your career in the United Nations? Um, it's actually very interesting. I started my career in, with the UN as an intern. Um, and then after my graduation, my university uh, education, and then I then moved into the private sector for a while until I joined uh, the United Nations as an administrative assistant. Um, I, I went through progressive roles. I started at the G4 level, then uh, I went to UNEP as a G5 program assistant, and then moved to moved to OIOS as an investigations assistant at the G6 level. Um, I was later promoted to the field service position at the regional service center in Tebe in Uganda, uh, still as an investigations assistant. In 2017, I then passed the G2P examination. Uh, and then I was appointed to an associate investigator position. That's a P2 position um, here in Nairobi, OIOS. Uh, and I'm currently serving in an acting capacity as an investigator at the three, P3 position. I see. So you've had uh, various roles before arriving to where you are now. Uh, you've been an intern, general service staff, field service staff, and you've served at um, a duty station outside Nairobi. Uh, thank you for sharing all that. I'm wondering, how has the transition been to the professional level? The transition to professional level has been nothing but exciting. Um, I had mentally prepared for this transition while working on various roles uh, within the G and, and field service levels, and also while taking the YPP examination. Also the guidance of the very experienced professionals that I worked with uh, since I joined the United Nations to the time I transitioned to this position, uh, they led me to, to a very uh, good progression that helped me to quickly adapt to my new roles. Uh, in the in this transition. I see. Well, congratulations on passing the exam. That's quite an accomplishment. What would you say to other general service staff who are interested in moving up to the professional level? 
I would encourage them to trust the process. Uh, take particular dedication and interest in work, in all the work you get. No matter how routine some tasks could appear, uh, it builds your experience. Endeavor to just execute each task diligently and meticulously so as to deliver the highest standard of work all the time. Finally, uh, if you are convoked for these examinations or if you're interested in pursuing this examination, then you must read uh, widely all the relevant materials, consult widely also, practice um, for you know, oral interviews, practice even the writing part of it, and uh, just know that success is uh, basically a culmination of a series of small good decisions every day and small wins. Thank you. Was it the first time you took the exam? It wasn't, actually. I did the, the first time I took the exam, I passed the written test and didn't make it to the oral one. So I had to redo the exam again in 2017, two years later. And uh, this time I, I consulted really, really widely and did a lot of practice on oral uh, interviews. And that's how I got through. Very good. Congratulations again on that. And Thank you. Let's turn now to your current role. What skills would you say are essential for your position as an investigator in internal oversight? Okay, so um, currently I'm dealing with um, reports of prohibited conduct or possible uh, prohibited conduct, including reports of sexual harassment uh, in line with the organization's zero tolerance of workplace harassment, sexual harassment, and abuse of authority. Uh, my current role requires excellent listening and interviewing skills. Um, I also investigate cases involving uh, sexual exploitation and abuse. And this also includes very advanced skill, interviewing skills, including interviewing, uh, including forensic interviewing of minors which I'm well trained for and experienced at. Um, my accounting background has also been very instrumental in previous investigative assignments, including uh, reports involving uh, fraud and financial improprieties. Uh, in this position, you need very good analytical and reporting skills, uh, which are very key requirements, requirements because every investigation requires an analysis of collected evidence, and also drafting very concise final reports on the facts established. Thank you. That's very interesting to hear about how your mix of skills have come into play in this investigator position. I'm curious how you deal emotionally with um, some of the cases that you investigate involving sexual harassment, sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. Okay. So given the importance um, that the organization has, has put in prioritizing uh, this kind of matters uh, to address this behavior and also to, to create a harmonious working environment within the organization, um, and given the need for, this, for anyone who is affected by this behavior to speak out, um, emotionally, I, it doesn't 
it, it makes me happy to be part of. So emotionally, I deal with it by um, being very proficient in the way I handle these matters and uh, to make sure that I remain objective, okay, as I, as I deal with the, the reports and as I listen to the affected individuals as well as the implicated personnel, as well as the witnesses, to be able to give a very objective report uh, that will uh, give the organization a fair opportunity to address any problems. If so it sounds like you derive satisfaction from working on these type of cases. And um, like you mentioned, giving people a voice who may not have a voice without such an investigation. Could you tell us a little more about that? Absolutely. Um, uh, speaking and listening to these uh, people who are affected by this kind of behavior, and sometimes uh, persons from very vulnerable and disadvantaged uh, communities who have experienced a unwelcome behavior or from staff members and other personnel within the organization. Uh, it gives me satisfaction to, to work in a, in a position which encourages um, a harmonious working environment free from intimidation and hostility, and also to ensure accountability by your own personnel. Um, it gives me the assurance that my work serves as a greater part of the organization's objective to ensure that its mandate is fulfilled and that the organization's beneficiaries are providing the necessary assistance that they direly need, okay? So I, it gives me a lot of satisfaction. I feel very proud to serve in an organization that, you know, uh, discourages and hopefully in the long run eliminates sexual exploitation and abuse, sexual harassment, harassment and abuse of authority. Other things I find very satisfying about my job is that, you know, I always, it was like my childhood uh, dream to work with the UN. When I started as an intern without like getting any pay, it didn't really matter because I was really learning a lot from uh, very, very experienced uh, professionals throughout my career I have gained a lot from my supervisors, my colleagues. I feel that I, I just cannot explain the, the pride and fulfillment I feel every day I wake up to serve in this organization. Now, where would you like to be career-wise in, say, five years from now? I intend to continue growing my knowledge and experience while you know, endeavoring to add value to the organization. I plan to remain true, accountable, and commit, committed to my work in the interest of the organization and the people we serve. Um, I look forward to you know, a successive progression in rank and skill within the organization in the next five years, a part of, of my longer goal of a distinguished career within the organization. Well, thank you so much, Pamela, for sharing with us a little bit about your career journey today. 